It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, ESPN Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. Going to sit on a hanging curveball right here and hit it into the Royals bullpen. Hey, it's got to be a hanger. <laughs> yes! I have a fever on the call. 22 straight kicks converted by the 40-year-old kicker. Sportzilla Show starts now. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Good afternoon, everybody. Isn't there a guy that does that? Mad Dog used to do that. Good afternoon, everybody. Now he's on serious. We're on ESPN Radio, Utica Rome, now at 96.5 FM. I thought you were trying to do the, uh, the Brent Act on the air. No, no, I was not. Nope, was not doing that at all. Uh, it's still... He had issues with me calling him out because he kind of sort of suggested man-to-man as opposed to 2-3 zone. Syracuse basketball, though, is on our agenda of things to talk about. Jim Beheim will join us. Scoop and I talk to him every Tuesday, and we'll discuss, well, the Duke game. We'll discuss the Wake Forest game. We'll discuss some jersey numbers. We'll have a discussion on that leading into our conversation with James Arthur Beheim. Jim Beheim, number 35 when he was on the Cuse, number 21 when he was in high school, same numbers, Buddy Bayheim wore. Kind of neat. Yeah, it is cool. Buddy salute his dad like that. Let's get things started. Here so we- can I break down the fourth wall real quick? Okay. Is the interview loaded? Uh, I have it right here. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. It was totally the Matrix. I'm blaming the Matrix, not human error, not specifically my human error. For those of you who aren't following along, the... Interview with James Arthur Beheim mysteriously vanished. <laughs> I, I thought there was more. I'm sorry. Are you guys done? So, so we speak to Jim Beheim at about 2 o'clock every Tuesday. I've been doing this for over 20 years. And then that translates to the three-pointer on my former full-time gig of K-Rock, which I'm still on 7 to midnight. And then we would air that. And we still air that. Smoothie, who's on the air now in 3 to 7 slot, for those that don't know, he still airs that at 5.45 at the end of the ride at 5. Well, of course, now that I'm doing the Sportzilla show, the Syracuse version on the brother station out there, and, of course, with, with you fine folks, the U, the Utica version as well. But we were looking to air that, of course, 5.30 on Tuesdays when we talk to him, and we air that at 3.30 in the Syracuse version when we talk to him. And I had saved the file and all of the audio for all you audio geeks or radio geeks out there so I thought it was ready to go, but it was only saved for the three-pointer version that airs on the brother station, not saved the version that we would be using. And we get about, I don't know, 30 seconds away from getting ready to air that. And I'm like, I didn't say the file in the right directory. We're just going to have to make something up here real quick to dance around this. And then during the commercial break, I'll go save it. And Matt actually jumped in. To and which I tried to help you out with that. And yeah. it still didn't transfer over for you. Yes. Yeah, so uh, allow me to translate. Uh, there was a moment where Rain was, alas, the James Arthur Beheim interview has gone into some sort of broadcasting Bermuda Triangle. But you guys, g- g- come on, give me give me some credit here because it's happened to both of you too. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. With different things. Not in this particular Look, instance where it was totally my fault and I deserve. Happened to me too. I tried to save you. And what happened? The life raft got taken away. It did not show up. It has to like transfer in like the whole computer network system that we have from studio to studio and room to room. 
it, it takes a few seconds to actually transfer. So even though it was technically saved in the other room in a studio, it, it didn't get here yet. So it has its own personality. It's its own matrix. It does what it wants to do. And when occasionally you add in operator error. Yeah, that might have been my fault. Well, then, <laughs> then the boat goes down in the Bermuda Triangle, never to be found again. Listen, I, I, I can't spin, Doctor, this any other way. I, 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 was, I, I bonered it, man. <laughs> I messed it up. I skirted it up. I fumbled the ball. I threw an interception in the fourth quarter trying to come back down by six. You garoppoed it. Yeah, I did. I did. You Shanahan it. Okay, so here we are. Sports <laughs> Illustrated Show, ESPN Radio, Utica Robe, now 96.5 FM. As they say in the sports radio business, we're now moving on. 1310 AM, 1350 AM, ESPNUR app. Go to your app store, get that. You can listen, go mobile with us, take us anywhere. Stream at ESPNUR.com. If you have an Amazon Alexa device, just enable the skill and then say open ESPN Utica Rome, and you're good to go and you can listen with us. Podcast is always available. Our Syracuse and Utica version of the Sports Illustrated Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So Bayheim, about 5.30, we'll talk to him. The Trent Cole Show is available at ESPNUR.com in the podcast section, the audio vault. Uh, that was, of course, Trent Cole Show was yesterday. It's every Monday from 6 to 7. When we're done at 6 tonight, well, Utica Comets Insider, which we air, or we broadcast Mondays from the 72 Tavern, actually re-airs right here if you'd like to re-listen to that. And if I could just say... Please do. Mikey DiPietro is one of the best interviews any journalist, any news media, any sports talk person could have. He's absolutely 100% genuine. The the amount of uh, kids and parents that were in the 72 Tavern, when Scoop and I were there interviewing him yesterday, he, he takes time with every kid pictures, autographs. He's fantastic with the families. He's impossible to dislike. It's we we have it's we're it's special to have him here playing for the Comets right now at this point in his career. He is enjoying yes every minute of this experience here in Utica. And he's enjoyed every bit of it up to now in juniors. I mean the the guy is a, a leader too at such a young age. It's a guy that everybody in the locker room can look up to. So uh, we've uh, also got a friend coming in to talk to us about the battle of the colleges. Esports at the Adirondack Bank Center. We're going to get to all those details with Phil Lavanco. He will be joining us in studio in just a couple minutes, which means we're probably going to talk some UCFC. And I have a, I have a feeling he's going to want to rent, uh, rant about his Mets. Isn't that what he That's asked what us? That's what he asked. That's what he wants to do. Uh, on Twitter, he wants to rant a little bit about his Mets, so we're going to let him do that also. A few other things of note that you need to you need to be aware of. You can like our page on Facebook. It's the Sportzilla Show. You can find us on Twitter at ESPN Sportzilla and the station's pages. Three social media accounts. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at ESPNUR. We will be joined with Jason Fitz. We were supposed to talk to him tomorrow. I know that we have... Mentioned that a couple of times. If you listen to Golik and Wingo in the mornings, I, what did he have to do? Uh, he has to fill in for Will Kane tomorrow. So he's actually filling in for Will Kane. So, so it's my understanding that he'll be having his own show right after Levitard and then going right into his own show again during Will Kane. And normally uh, we'll be starting out on Wednesdays with regular interviews with Jason Fitz. Fantastic broadcaster if you haven't happened to catch him yet. 515. Utica City FC with a 4-3 win this past Friday over St. Louis. 
means Ryan, kids in the hall, the head coach, will join us at 515 on Thursday. The captain, Bo Hilovitz, will join us on Friday at 515. For the soccer fans, pass that information along. Uh, Utica College Hockey recently won 9-1 to over Nazareth. The Brain, Gary Heenan, their head coach, will be in studio with us. That's tomorrow. Utica College basketball-related, 83-66 win versus Elmira. This past Saturday was their last game. That means their head coach, Sean Coffey, will join us on Thursday, and we'll give you our regular installment on Thursdays of Coffee for Three. And, man, we've been busy today making sure we have a lot of stuff ready for everybody here on the Sports Illustrated Show. But we have Jeff Niddle, who is the owner and runs Accelerate Sports, which, trust me, if you're a sports fan or a parent who has a kid that plays sports, you know all about that amazing facility. Yeah, it is fantastic. Up off 840. It's gigantic. It's just fantastic. Uh, my daughter plays uh, in a softball league there right now. It's always packed. There's just so many people out there that it's filling a need that it just lacked for so long. And it's just it's just outstanding in every way, shape the and Blue form. The Blue Sox will even train out there yeah. uh, on occasion, especially when the weather's bad. So there he is. Without further ado, in his Mets shirt, I wonder if that's why it was. I'll get that out of your way. Uh, there's a little idea what we're going to talk about. Since you're here, Phil Levanco, he, he's the videographer for the Comets for Utica City FC and really anything that happens at the Adirondack Bank Center uh, with his fantastic bald head, that great beard. Bald brotherhood. Yeah, man. my man. It's we're, good. Out, we're outnumbering everyone now. It's good to Two have to you. One. Good to have you in studio. We were stalling a little bit pending your arrival because we wanted to talk about, and we finally got all of the shameless plugs out of the way. The Battle of the Colleges, eSports at the oh, yeah. ABC. We have a pair of tickets we're going to give out while you're here. Awesome. So everybody knows. We also have some tickets to the golf show at Turning Stone, February 14th through the 16th, which we will give out in just a little while. But you good? You situated? Um, let's go. Okay. Tell everybody what's happening because eSports is huge. 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 It's huge. Are you? It's amazing how these tournaments have come up with these huge right. pots of money and if you would have said, I don't know, 20 years ago, that people were going to be able to make money doing this, I would have maybe laughed at you. But they're definitely doing it's that huge. now. It's huge. But it's also natural progression, right? Like, who would raise their hand and say they held a, a college tournament of Madden or, or Mario Tennis when we were in college? You know, Tecmo Bowl. I mean, we all played it. We all sat in our dorm rooms, you know, and I played my roommate, and then the winner plays this guy. That's this right. This is the natural evolution. Now it's, of course, interconnected, basically, as opposed to having to nothing. Nothing was worse than if you were playing with your buddies and you lost and then you had to go find something to do until they were done. done. So you could take winners that (laughs) would drive me crazy. Have you broken controllers over the years? And and I mean, I don't don't think anyone can can say they haven't. What was the first one you broke? Mine, the very first NHL 96. <laughs> Did you always want Gartner on the I always wanted Gartner cuz he was so fast. So, for whatever reason they changed the game engine, you couldn't score any goals on NHL 96 yeah. and it was the most frustrating thing in the universe. Used to play my brother all the time. We would fight over the Rangers and then, you know, try to try to play with with Was Rick that on the uh, Sega Genesis? Yeah, it was yeah. a Genesis game. Um and it was impossible to score on the goalies cuz the wraparound move didn't work anymore. The old wrap around the goalie move because yep. he can never move laterally. That's right. So they fixed it and they overcompensated. The goalies were impossible to score on. And oh, many controllers broken. I broke the gun from Duck Hunt. I had his black and white <laughs> TV in my bedroom. And I used to get the, the snicker. You know, he snick when he snickered at you. And I'm like, why am I getting so angry at this game? <laughs> I have serious anger issues. 
I've so, let a lot of that go in the last 30 years, though. So we at the Adirondack Bank Center are dipping our toes into this eSports game. We're going to be hosting Rocket League and Super Mario Brothers. We've all played uh, Super Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. um, which is a game that's been around for decades on the Nintendo platforms. I'm a huge fan of Rocket League. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Rocket League such a simple game. Cars and soccer combined. It's three-on-three uh, teams trying to score goals with their vehicles. And this is our sort of bringing eSports to central New York. We have colleges from all around the country that have qualified for this tournament, and they're going to be here on Friday playing either Rocket League or Smash Bros. I was... I was interested when I saw that the press release for this came out of Vancouver. Yes. So I want you to break down how this all filtered down to the Adirondack Bank Center. So it's Alpha North Esports and Entertainment announcing Battle of the Colleges. Now, yes. this will take place in the 3,860-seat multi-purpose arena known as the Odd, home of the Utica Commons, the AHL affiliate of the NHL's Vancouver Canucks, Utica City FC of the MASL, Utica College, and on and on and yeah. on. Uh, but they're going to be playing for, uh, it looks like, up to $5,000 oh, yeah. uh, competing in Rocket League. And as you said, Super Smash Brothers. It's Friday, February 7th, so obviously we're three days away from this. But tell us a little bit more. Like, take so it from there. Alpha North is a company in Vancouver, and they reached out to us. We reached out to them, and they're going to help us put on this event at the Adirondack Bank Center. So they're bringing in the infrastructure to host multi-platinum. We're the arena, obviously, and the teams, the ECAC, college sports, right? The ECAC has their own esports division, and we've had teams qualify everything from Penn State, you know, to Syracuse, locally Syracuse, down by my region, LIU Post. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they, I mean, these teams have had to qualify to, to get here, and us and Alpha North are partnering to do the event at the Odd. So it's not just like a couple of uh, college no, this kids. Isn't like, this is good quality this content. This isn't like Poly v Utica College. This is, I mean, this is eSports. This is a college-level um, endeavor for sure. Syracuse University, University oh, yeah. of Rochester, SUNY Canton. Potsdam. Uh, Potsdam, Elmira College, Rochester, LIU that you brought yep. up, Penn State. I mean. Malloy College, too. Shout out Long Island. So this is some serious stuff. Oh, what, yeah. How did the discussions come about over there with all you? I know. I mean, I know everybody that works over there at the Adirondack Bank Center. So how did this conversation start where it eventually evolved into this? And we said, hey, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah. This is a big this is a big thing. I mean, I can't stress enough if you're not familiar with esports, how huge it is. So this is just the progression of sports, right? For sure. And we at the odd basically identified that this is something that we wanted to bring to the region, to the area, because it is so big. This is the sort of uh, progressive nature of, of, of us in the building and, and just sort of reading, reading the world and reading the sporting landscape. And how it, big Twitch become. And who else is doing it? Thing too. Who I, else is know? doing it around here? I Nobody. Know, right. I mean, it's, it's, we are in the unique position to be able to bring a high-level esports competition to the area uh, and a well-organized event, too. You know what I mean? Like, we can, we can bring in the ECAC uh, and have colleges from all across the Northeast come and, and, and play in our arena. I think it's just the sort of natural progression of events in, in the building, you know, and it's, it's a great job by us and, and the front office staff to sort of recognize that this is big. It's massive. Like Maddie said, I mean, these guys on Twitch, 40,000, 50,000, you know, 100,000 views just to watch these guys play Rocket League, 
Fortnite, Apex, all all of the games, FIFA, you know, PUBG. Another oh yeah, one. oh yeah. Okay, well listen, you need to rant about the Mets too. Oh boy, we promised we'd give you a chance <laughs> to do that. So you hang with us for a few minutes. Of course. Okay, Phil Levanco on behalf of the Adirondack Bank Center, because Alpha North Esports and Entertainment announces the Battle of the Colleges. It is on Friday at the Adirondack Bank Center. I just want to take care of a couple of quick details on this for you. Begins at 1 o'clock. Rocket League will be on the main stage. Smash Brothers on the opposing end. The doors open at noon. That's this Friday, by the way. That, yes, that's this Friday. Ticket information. Empire, Adirondack Bank Center. Empire uh, State Ticket Ticks. office, EmpireStateTicks.com. Yeah, tickets are 10 bucks. Okay, so there you go. Uh, we'll, we're going to cover this again throughout yeah, the duration sure. of the Sports Hill Show. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Phil. He'll rant about the Mets. And we've got a pair of tickets. Let's so do it. What, what number caller you want? All right. My lucky number is nine. Let's go nine. Number nine on the phones right now. 315-768-1310 gets those tickets. You can go on Friday. ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. The SportsZilla Show is now streaming on the ESPN app. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. SportsZilla Show, ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. I got a couple of thoughts on the Knicks that I want to get to. We've got Jim Beheim to get to at about 5.30. We'll talk to him. That happens every Tuesday. Keep it locked. We have tickets to the golf show at Turning Stone, which runs from the 14th through the 16th. We'll give those out by 6 o'clock. And, of course, we're going to take you right up until the re-airing with Mikey DiPietro of Utica Comets Insider, which was originally broadcast last night from the 72 Tavern. And congrats to Ryan on winning those eSports tickets. Ryan got the eSports yes. tickets. We're going to tell you what that's all about again in a few minutes if you're just joining us. We have Phil Lavanco in studio with us, Director of Video Productions for all things Adirondack Bank Center. That's UCFC, that's Utica Comets, and there's a lot more. So basically, And now eSports. So basically tell them what you do. I hold a camera. He holds the camera. I hold a camera. I make memes. That's what I do. That's what I went to college for, really, is to make memes. We got the glue guy, Matt Page, the boss in here. I'm Rain Scoop is here. We got Nick Ailes putting it up on Facebook Live right now. He's at in my bald spot. At no. ESPN, you are. <laughs> there on, you go. On Facebook. Yeah, put your yeah. put your Utica City FC powder blue yeah. hat oh, back yeah. on. That's why I wear a beanie all the time, because our Syracuse version, we have the Twitch camera over here, which will eventually make its way over here to the Sports Illustrated Show in Utica, but... I'm like, if I don't shave that, you know how it is. Uh, it's just, and you got to do it every week, and it's just, it's a lot of upkeep. You know, we also joke with him that we're going to CGI advertisers right in the side of his head. I mean, yeah, I our boss, works. our boss head will be like, yeah, yeah, we call him Mr. Krabs. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. You know, we could, we could fit a logo right there. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, how much, how much can we get for that? You know, it's, it's one thing the process that the hair is leaving, and then it's a whole new process for the upkeep. You know, because you get, your hair is leaving you to begin with. That's a whole emotional roller coaster. And then you have to realize that you're shaving every week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, well, he, it's, he gets a little help from Gentleman's Corner. So on occasion, I do get the hot towel head shaves. Highly recommended if you haven't done that. I know you've been over there, but I'm oh, telling yeah. you, sit down in the chair, let him do it. It's sold. Best thing ever. Your head goes oh afterwards. <laughs> it, you cannot possibly ever have that feeling if it's not a basically Polly with his big beard yeah. massaging these oils and things into your head, and it feels. I've great. never dreamed about. Pauly massaging oils in my head, but now is <laughs> you will you will afterwards. I, I assure you, it's a brand new world we're living in. You brought up the esports thing again yep. as we were rejoining here for everybody listening. Give them the rundown on that yet again, and then the microphone is yours to rant about your Mets. All right, before I get dangerous here, right. esports on Friday doors open at one p.m. We are hosting Rocket League and Super Smash Brothers at the Adirondack Bank Center. Ten bucks. 
10 buck tickets. Come on in and watch the fastest growing sport. I'm going to say sport. I don't want to get into any of that. I think it's a sport because you have to acknowledge the power that is esports and the competitive nature oh, yeah. of the people that play it. How long do you think this whole competition will last on Friday? Uh, well, it's from one to seven. Okay. The entire thing. So there's going to be, I mean, there's rounds of this. There's, like you said, it's yeah. organized. Oh, yeah. It, it is a full and, organized uh, tournament. And there's a five thousand. up to five grand. A five grand prize. Yeah. One of those or for different categories or how does that work? Uh, one for Smash and one for uh, the uh, Rocket League. Okay. So these dudes are playing for $10,000. I would be motivated, too. I mean, I don't. to me, that's a significant amount of money. <laughs> that's, you know, that's pretty good. For college students, that's uh, some Barrett pizza money there. It sure is. What, what do you got about the okay. Mets? That's, uh, so like, like, what's chapping your booty here? First of all, this is why you don't wear logos. Okay. Because today I look like a schleb for wearing a Mets logo. News broke today that Stephen Cohen, who had formerly agreed to own the, or take ownership away from the Wilpons. Eh, a little bit shaky ground now. And this is personal for you as well, because for, for people that don't 10 know, minutes from City Field, now I'm taking the hat off because I'm getting heated. Right. Phil Phil is from NYC. I mean, I, I, I took the bus to games. I remember 1986. Uh, you know, I remember 2000. I was in the building for 2014. I am a Met fan through and through. And we have made, I said we, I even dropped we. I do it all the time oh, with my teams. It's very, whew. Um, but Stephen Cohen was supposed to be our way out, right? Because the Will Ponds, I mean, it's well-documented sort of the mismanagement of the Will Ponds. They're inept know, in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, and ever since the Madoff scandal and, and, and you know, it's been about cost-cutting and, and never really hiring the right people you know, uh, assigning the right players because not necessarily what you're doing. It matters the number. Still paying, you know, Bobby Bonilla every July. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it's a yearly punchline, right? Yeah. yeah. The Bobby Bonilla thing for sure. Um, but Stephen Cohen was our way out. He was going to take the team. And I mean, we're talking billionaire with a B. Um, Multi-billionaire. You know, and I mean, in the shadow of the Yankees too. I mean, you know, the little brother to the, to the Yankee juggernaut and, and this was going to be our way, you know, the Will Ponds, we sort of win almost in spite of the ownership groups that are there. And then when it falls, it falls hard. I so, think Luis Rojas, with the situation with Beltran being involved with the Houston that cheating was can't scandal. Win. That was can't win because you either are firing a club legend, which ended up sort of happening, or you're sort of turning an eye to what was obviously a elaborate cheating scandal and you're dealing with that every press conference every press conference every press conference and your and your first baseman who just hit over 50 home runs he is a big fan of that hire and when he's buying in and he's kind of become the de facto leader of this team based on performance everybody's going to follow him oh yeah so it was a good move it wasn't the cosmetic pretty move that a beltron would be with the name recognition but you're going to end up liking him because all that matters is those 26 guys. Now there's 26 guys on rosters this year, that new rule. But as long as they all buy in, and there's some good pitching on this team. I mean, team. we've had the pitching forever. Mm-hmm. You know, from Harvey, Syndergaard, DeGrom. I mean, DeGrom, the pitcher of the decade. It's amazing. In New York. Two, we, two Cy Youngs in a row. And 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 we can't, you know, have to have a pitching staff of this caliber, but now it's about hitting. You know, this era of baseball is launch angles and analytics, which is fine. You know, but it's not as much pitching as it used to be, you know, but the Mets have always sort of tiptoed around 
becoming the juggernaut. You know, the Cespedicier lightning in a bottle, sign him. And then he falls off fighting wild boar or whatever. Because, <laughs> you know, an only Mets way to go. Took a massive pay cut oh, because of it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, well, being an NYC kid, you know, growing yeah. up there, were you a basketball guy? I know you're a huge soccer guy, but were you a basketball guy? St. John's basketball. What about Can I, Am I allowed to say? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That I blame Syracuse for ruining the Big East? Really? I mean... Because they left? They left. That's right. I mean, there was nothing better than... Big East Conference Finals. If they stayed, it would still be the Big East for sure. Oh, for sure. uh, Jerry Mack, you know, standing on the, after hitting the shot. I mean, those were battles. I mean, that's the Big East I grew up with. Same. Georgetown, Syracuse. Georgetown, Syracuse, Seton Hall. Yep. Those games are commemorated on the walls of Madison Square Garden. I mean, how many, how many college basketball conferences got their 30 for 30? True. I mean, this was. Listen, it made the big. It went from the Big East was the best college basketball conference to now it is, in theory, the ACC yeah, based oh yeah. on the play. You know, the teams that have jumped in there and, and who's currently in it. But I ask, uh, referencing the Knicks and the NBA because that was breaking news today. Steve Mills, I'm sure you mm-hmm. saw this, was let go, and Scott Perry is now assuming all of the player personnel decisions ultimately. And the trade deadline, glue guy, you're an NBA guy, Thursday at noon, right? Correct. So there's a lot of discussion about ripping this team apart, but giving them 48 hours to basically According form- to Yahoo, the Knicks are looking at Kyle Kuzma from the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma. Uh, who is the guy in Golden State? Uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was another one. There's so many. Julius Randle. Basically, we're keeping R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, and anybody else you can have them. They might want to keep Marcus Morris. But other than that, how do you feel about that? Or at least you're so aware of the fact that it's all about the Knicks and NYC. You know, I mean, you- but it's great synergy between ownerships to ownerships, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about the Wilpons and sort of their unwillingness to get out of their own way. And Jim Dolan's the same thing. It's, it's a nightmare. He's just the despised. same thing. Why sit courtside? If you don't want to get booed or if you don't have the skin to get booed. Yeah, and, and when you don't get involved with the Rangers, I had said that earlier. But and you when you're st- fighting NBA legends in the stands. stick your nose yeah. in everything. Everything. In the biggest market. It's, he's just horrible. He's worse than Jerry Jones. They're the worst <laughs> organization in sports. And I'm a diehard fan and it drives me crazy. It's, it's way past comical, too, yeah. at this point. You know? But at least, you know, the Wilpons was a bright light because... We had the light at the end of the tunnel there. Allegedly now with Cohen, it might not be there. But you got, you got nothing with Dolan, at least for the Rangers. The Rangers' greatest thing going for them is he, he's a basketball guy. He doesn't pay attention to He doesn't to pay him. attention he to them. ignores them. Yeah. And that's the thing. If he would just collect his money and let the basketball people do their thing and stay involved in no aspect of the Knicks, yeah. it would change things. But he has damaged it so much. So much. That it's toxic for NBA players to even consider they, they won't consider how toxic the environment is with the Knicks to even consider coming and playing at the Mecca. We're on Facebook at ESPNUR. We're live with Phil Levanco. He holds the camera, or you could say the director of video productions for the Utica Comets, Utica City FC, and all things Adirondack Bank Center. You're going to hang with us? Let's go. Okay, we're going to talk a little SU basketball, actually, because you kind of almost... You kind of jumped the gun on that, but we got the coach on wow, next. Was, so we're going to bring that into the I, sports. I don't list. know if he's going to like what I said. <laughs> ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now 96.5 FM. We'll be right back. Oh.
You're right. Want to do some tickets? I got to do the tickets again. That's why the glue guy and the boss is here. So this is for the golf show at Turning Stone. We're going to give you a piece of golf-related trivia if you are number five, 768-1310. That's 315-768-1310. Biggest golf show in the Northeast at the Turning Stone, the 14th through the 16th of February. Get on the phones. Call. It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Couple things locally. Well, first of all, Greg Burmaster, former Utica College pioneer. Where did he go, Scoop? He has changed teams, and he is now... With the Quad City Storm, uh, acquired by them from the Huntsville Havoc in exchange for future considerations in the SPHL. Nice. My favorite player, future considerations. Yeah, future considerations. <laughs> team names. Former Utica Storm, College captain. Havoc. And, and Clinton hockey player. Oh, yeah. So, also from the UC Pioneers, they've teamed up with the 30 Foundation for this year's Gold Ribbon Game, February 5th, which is tomorrow. Pioneers are going to wear special edition Gold Ribbon uniforms to raise awareness for childhood cancer. Jerseys are currently being auctioned off, and you can bid on them by sending an email to... uh, I'm going to tell you to go to the... Go to CNY homepage for the... For the information for the link. I don't know if I want to give that out on the air just in case. Online bidding ends at 5 p.m. on February 4th. So, oh, we've passed it. Oh, well, the game's happening. Okay. was trying to do them a solid and throw that in there, but we, we passed the expiration <laughs> well, date about 40 minutes the, ago. The online bidding ends at 5, but resumes in the arena at 6 p.m. on the 5th. So there, there you go. go. Just have to go. So there you go. Okay. We wanted to also talk about... Well, we got to get to Jim Beheim. I know that. But I wanted to kind of set that up with an article on The Athletic by Matt Gutierrez, who does a great job covering the team. I don't know if you have a subscription to The Athletic, if you ever read his work. Uh, but he gave a, a nice little breakdown uh, when he went to all the scholarship players and he asked them the significance of their number. Why do you wear the number oh, I love this that question. you wear? Yeah. I, yeah, I do, too. Uh, and one of them that jumped out to us, uh, we had talked about this earlier, is Buddy Beheim. He wears 35 now because his dad did at Syracuse. But come to find out, he wore 21 in high school, and so did Jim. Jim wore 21 in high school. So that's just a neat, neat thing, in my opinion. But they had asked Merrick Dolajai why he wears his number. He's number 21, and he explained it had a little bit to do with his mom's birthday. Wasn't sure what month her birthday was in, but knew it was the 21st of that month. But that's ultimately why. When he came here as a freshman, 11 was O'Shea Brissett's number, 31 was Pearl Washington's number, so he ended up choosing 21. But they go through everybody. Elijah Hughes, Barama Sidibe, Bryson Goodine. He wears zero. Why? Russell Westbrook. Thought it looked cool. Wore in high school as well. Why does Quincy Garrier wear his number? Why does John Bola Jock wear his number? Jalen Carey. It's all answered there. Joe Girard's the other one I thought that everybody would want to hear, so I'm going to give you his reason. He said he wears 11 because it means a lot in his family. His dad wore it at Lemoyne playing for John Bylane, and he wore it in high school. His cousins wore it. It's big time for that family, and his dad is his biggest role model and taught him a lot of what he knows about the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's family for a couple of these guys. You know, I, I very sometimes it's a player that they loved growing up, but, like, that's the Marek Dolezal story. It's his mom and the JG3 story. 
Phil Levanko is going to hang with us for a couple more minutes. We you got, know where Mikey wears his number? Mikey DiPietro? It's his, it's somebody's uh, birth year. It's his father's birth year. That's we had, asked, we had asked him on the previous uh, mm-hmm. time he visited us on Comets Insider. We talked to Jim Beheim a little early. We want to air that for you right now. Phil, stick with us. We want to go through everything esports related with you again before we close things out. So this is Scoop and my conversation with Jim Beheim a little earlier today. Matt Gutierrez did an article on the significance of numbers that the players on the team wear. And it's funny because Buddy Beheim's answer was, I wear number 35 because my dad wore it as a player here. <laughs> and I also used to wear number 21 in high school. And I learned that my dad also wore number 21 in high school. That's pretty neat. Unusual. <laughs> What's the significance in the numbers that you wore? Just what they gave you, or did you pick and choose them? No, I think they were just given. I don't remember any significance to them at all. What about buddies wanting to wear 35? That had to mean a little something to you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's fun to see that. I don't pay much attention. I don't even sometimes know the numbers that player, our players are wearing. I don't really keep track of that stuff, but... Uh, yeah, it's nice to have him out there. It's uh, it's a good it's a good thing. Marek Dolajai wears number twenty one, and his game is just getting better and better and better. And boy, you want to talk about the the MVP of that game for the team? I think overall, I'm, I'm sure you agree. I saw some of your post game comments and heard some as well. Well, he's played tremendous uh, basketball for us. He does so many things defensively. Plays forward, plays center. Uh, he's a really good passer. Uh, he can score now. Absolutely a tremendous player. His development uh, is, uh, has been tremendous this year. Uh, I think offensively we've grown as a team. We're a very good offensive basketball team. Uh, uh, a lot of options, a lot of different ways we can score. We're scoring inside and outside. Our defense is not as good as it needs to be, but it's a little better than people think. It's uh, uh, in the middle of the league kind of uh, defensive field goal percentages, uh and, and uh, scoring, we're getting hurt inside. That's something that we were really struggled with all year. But overall, uh, I think we're getting better there. I, but I know our offense has really improved from the beginning of the year. So, talk a little bit about the next challenge, Wake Forest. Well, they're you know they're capable like anybody in this league. They're capable of beating anybody. Uh, you know, it's just uh, the way the league is. These are good teams. You've got to play well. Uh, our goal is to keep getting better, to play good basketball, and and let the cards fall where they may. Can I ask about Mike Hopkins, who has had some some struggles this year in Washington? Because it's a common refrain you hear about. Oh. The Syracuse program was hurt so much because Mike Hopkins did recruiting, and we all know that's a bunch of nonsense. But I also. <laughs> well, he did, did a lot of good things for our program, tremendous things. Jerry has uh, recruited a lot of our players as well. Uh, and it's kind of a team thing. We all go after our recruits. And over the years, we've had good recruiters Mike Hopkins, Troy Weaver. Uh, I go way back, a number of really good recruiters. But um, he's, he's was the coach of the year twice in the Pac 10, two years in a row. And now all of a sudden, he's not a good coach. Exactly. I mean, that, that's just the His team just hasn't fit together. He lost his point guard. I mean, he, you know, he they were beat Baylor early in the year. They looked like they had a chance to be a really good team, the only team to beat Baylor. And then uh, their point guard messes up in school and, uh, you know, really good point guard, solid point guard. And now you, it's hard to win without a point guard. They really don't even have a backup point guard. That's the, the real issue. He was going to be the point guard this year, and he just let him down. 
So, uh, you know, there's not much you can do as a coach when you lose your point guard like that. And they've lost about five one-point games because of it. If you're in a one-point game, you lose five games by one or two points without your point guard, you obviously could have won three, four, maybe all five of those games. So, you know, you just can't go by by that. That's uh, that, that was a devastating blow to lose your point guard uh, like that. Well, Jim, it's just the narrative that I guess media uses to try to dispel the fact that Syracuse, as it stands now, without Mike Hopkins, suddenly can't recruit players, which brings me to, for the 84th time, over 30,000 people in the Dome for the game against Duke. Unfortunately, a loss. It's an amazing recruiting tool, and it also is something that Dino Babers uses uh, as a recruiting tool. The whole school does. It was a great, uh, great day. The fans were great. And unfortunately, we just couldn't get the job done, but it was just always disappointing. But, you know, our recruiting has been good. Uh, we lost four starters from last year's team, and, you know, you just don't turn that over uh, without any seniors and with the young guards. So uh, I think these guys have played well. I think they're getting better, and uh, I like the recruits we have coming in. I like the players we have lined up in terms of the future. Um, and, uh, well, you know, we'll see how it all works out down the road. But uh, the last seven or eight years, we've been – ten years, really. We've been good in the tournament, but we haven't been great in the regular season for ten years. It's not just two. We've been good, okay, good, good enough to get in the tournament, but not a great team. And, you know, we like to get better. But we're, we're happy getting in the tournament and doing something in the tournament, too. Uh, I think we've had the most wins in the tournament over the last ten years from a lower – position so that's uh, that's pretty good jim just last thing tell us about your super bowl experience on sunday it was fun you know i like it. it you know it's it's fun to be able to do that and uh, uh see a great game you know it was a great game we had a day off so it's good to get away and and uh and see a great game we came back had a good practice uh, you know on monday so everything's on the, in, in the right direction always appreciate the time jim thanks have a good week we'll talk to you soon thanks so there's Jim Beheim. Listen up for him again next Tuesday. Who do they have next, Scoop? Who's uh, is it? Who's their next opponent? Case? Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Thank you. That's on Saturday. I, I knew it. You know, sometimes it just slips out of the brain. I got you. Tickets to the golf show, Turning Stone, February 14th through 16th. Right now, fifth caller, 315-768-1310. We'll be right back on the Sports Illustrated Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. I am the regional manager of Denver Mifflin Utica branch. Turns out it's a pretty easy gig when your boss isn't an idiot. Come on, man. Man. You disrespectful, stupid idiot. It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. And don't forget, just minutes away, a re-airing of Comets Insider at 6 p.m. Had Mikey DiPietro join Rain and myself last night at the 72 Tavern and Grill on Brother Station K-Rock. Fantastic interview. Great guy. Oozes charisma. Everybody loves him. Everybody wants an autograph. Kids there lining up to get little coasters from the 72 Tavern signed. Anything they could get a hold of. And uh, you'll get to hear that here in just a couple of minutes. A registered dude. Yeah. Mikey D. Pietro. I mean, you can talk up Mikey D. He's I, amazing. He is one of the best humans. A great goaltender. A great athlete, well-decorated, and he is a better human than he is goalie. A, a real registered dude. I said to him last night when we were sitting there during a the break, I'm like, man, it, I might even said it on the air. You, you listen and you'll find out. But I said something in effect of, man, your parents, your, your daddy, your mother, and your father just raised you right. Yeah. Like, he just gets it. Yeah. He gets it at such a young age. It's really impressive. 
Your Utica City FC guys are going to be joining us. Coach on Thursday. Yep. We got Bohjelovitz on Friday. Yep. The next game is on Sunday. Tell everybody the Sunday, details. Sunday, 2 o'clock versus Rochester. A little in-state action for you. And on Friday, starting at 1 o'clock, the doors open at noon is the Alpha North Esports and Entertainment uh, Battle of the Colleges. Yep. This is some serious stuff if you are into esports, if you're a gamer. So, and I, even if you're not, it's gonna be, it's just action. It, it's it's hard not to get sucked into competition. It's ten bucks. Ten bucks to get in. We're gonna have some vendors too, so it's gonna be a little bit esports tournament and an expo as well. We're gonna have tables set up for vendors to sell their you know sporting uh, esports you know knickknacks and 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 and. Soaps and towels and and props and gitch and things. Concessions like that. open oh, as well, yeah. oh, so yeah, you'd be good sure. to go. So if you're if you're curious of esports, if you're a Rocket League fan, if you're a Super Smash Brothers fan, or you know, you're just curious about why esports is taking over the world and why you're hearing people like or watching million view streams and on Twitch and things like that, come check it out. I assume you're videotaping the event. Or are you just going to sit there? I think I'm just going to watch. Gonna I think watch. I'm just going to watch and absorb everything. You're going to get into it. Can you write me a get sure. out of work uh, note, yeah, please? Of course. Sweet. I'll notarize it, too. So it's EmpireStateTicks.com. EmpireStateTicks.com or the Adirondack Bank Center box office. Any last pieces of hype in 10 seconds for everybody before the event? What was Friday? your favorite video game growing up? Uh, the, the Super Mario Brothers. What probably. was your favorite video game growing up? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. <laughs> Maddie. I would have to go uh, Madden. Hey, he didn't drop, He didn't say Pong, so we're good. <laughs> we're good to go. All right, we got to get out of here. It's, of course, as you know, a re-airing of Comets Insider next to Sports. It'll show back tomorrow at 5 ESPN Radio. Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. Thanks, Phil. Anytime.